0: hello people welcome to role players are wonderful season three this season we're being led by our wonderful dm joe mcgirl who you can find on twitter at joe mcgirl cliff is going to be playing his pick a human paladin and you can find him on twitter at nevada in E V A W D A. Alex will be playing as Kaw, an Coker ranger who looks like a great patoo. Greggie will be playing as Maxwell Fun, a half-elf warlock. And podcast, are wonderful composer and all-around wonderful human being Andrew Bear is playing as Dump, a furbolg druid. You can find his music by going to baer.paulinks.top or search for Andrew Bear on Bandcamp hear all the uncut episodes including out of character discussion dice rolls and bathroom breaks go to donate to pod.win or patreon.com slash wonderful and uh donate to the patreon and you will get all the uncut episodes and you will also get bonus episodes that we recorded in the past there's a ton of content out there for the most rabid podcaster or wonderful listener and if you've got a minute to spare, if you could go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a podcast rating and review, that would be amazing. And I would say thank you very much. And now, role players are wonderful.
1: Last time on "Role Players Are Wonderful," our heroes investigated the mystery of the werewolf attack by talking to the Miller. At his farm. There, they discovered that something was strange with the grain shipment he had received from the port town of Stillben. The most mysterious thing of all, though? The party miraculously made it through a conversation without mortally offending someone. Then, they did some shopping. And that was about it. What's next? Looking for the lead pipe in the conservatory, then going to the dentist? No spoilers, but that is exactly what's about to happen on this episode of Role Players Are Wonderful.
0: Character sheets and swords and sorcery, and we made a show because being friends is neat. Epic quests and treasure chests, and all that because we had to admit Role players are wonderful, Role players are wonderful. So, here just Real quick at the beginning, let me just say, Big Alex has completed his podcast for Wonderful uh, Jury Duty. Uh, he's he's taking some time off, and someday, when we need him most, Rogan will return and help us out in the final battle against uh, God, I guess, probably. I think that's <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, yeah we're fighting um, the Christian God, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in the meantime, until then, until we reach that t- point, uh, we're having uh, my good friend Cliff join us. Cliff, welcome to... Role players are wonderful. Hey, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, and I I guess you've rolled a character. I know nothing about it, but we're gonna find out today. Uh, and so Joe, I'll just let you take back over. You're in charge again.
1: Great. So you guys are uh leaving the Fletcher where uh Kaw had just bought some arrows and on your way to head to the two crowns tavern. And uh Rogan pipes up and he says, Ah shit. Guys, I think I left my stove on. I gotta, I gotta go check that. <laughs> uh, you
2: left that for two, three days. <laughs> I
1: just realized that I think I left my stove on. I should, shit. I, I'll, I, I gotta go. I'll, I, I'll see you guys later. Oh no, his house I, is probably on fire.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's down to a crisp now.
3: Oh no.
1: Yeah, shit. I, I hope not. I, I'll, fuck. All right. <laughs> uh, see ya. See ya. Uh, by the way, good luck. Good luck. Thank you. And uh, Rogan, you see him run off his bald head, shining in the sun, setting off of it. And uh, he <laughs> runs off into the sunset. I
0: tried to talk him into letting us stay there <laughs> last night. And uh, if you would have, then we could have checked the oven then. Oh, you know what? This is why he stayed at
3: your house. He <laughs> he knew all along that his house had burnt down and he was just trying to bide his time.
1: <laughs> that could be the case. Uh, so you guys... Continue on, off to the, the tavern. You head inside the two crowns. Outside there's a, it's, it's, a, it's a tiny tavern. Uh, you know, some like wood paneling on the outside, a big window, looks warmly lit on the interior. You walk inside, pretty spacious inside for, for how kind of small it looks outside. There's a, there's a pretty big dining room, uh, a, a bar at the, the very back of, of the, 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 the room. And uh, a bunch of like tables and, and, and chairs set up in the in the dining area. A couple booths as well against the, the right wall. Behind the bar, there is a very tall, muscular uh, blue dragonborn who's just kind of uh, wiping the bar down. Uh, it looks to be a pretty quiet night. There's a there's a a bard up on stage who's kind of noodling around on a on a lute, and I'd say probably about ten uh, patrons inside. You you scan the room and you see at one of the, the booths is, you see Donaghy, and he's there sat with a, another human, to be a female from behind. If you guys would like to head over, he kind of sees you and, and waves you over. Donaghy, hey, <laughs> here we are. Right, uh, sorry, I, I've been here for a little bit. Um, uh, good to see you all, hope you had an all right day. That was a pretty crazy earlier with the with the werewolf.
3: Hey, who um, hires the entertainment in this bar? I'm sorry to digress really quick, but...
1: I, I wouldn't know. I don't work here. It's probably you to probably want to talk to the guy behind the bar.
3: It's just very derivative. You know, he's just playing. It's the same old dude with a loot, human sure. dude with a loot that you always hear. And it's just his problems aren't relatable to me, an enormous druid giant man.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk to him, that's um, please feel free. Uh, oh, I'm a big patron of the arts as well. So you know, <laughs> oh, hearing, hearing, hearing
3: this dragon here—awful. You're telling me, good
1: lord! Yeah. Oh, and part of me, my manners, um, uh, let me in- introduce my, my friend here. Uh, this is a uh, pick. Pick, if you would like to describe what the party sees. Yeah. So uh, you see,
2: pick. She is a female paladin, and she has the—if she were on Earth, she would have the equivalent of like East Asian features. So she has dark hair except she has a big, like, fresh gash across her face, and she has grayish eyes, and she's wearing chain mail with uh, a coin hanging around her head and a necklace, and she's also wearing a miner's helmet instead of, like, a classic armored uh, helmet situation. And, uh, I guess she's just like, hey, I'm Pick. Hey, I'm um,
1: right, uh, Sorry, I forgot to tell her that uh, you guys were coming. Uh, Pick, these are, um... The, these guys um, investigated the mine. Uh, what was going on there? Oh, so you guys—you guys saw it? Yes. Are you were you one of the miners?
2: I guess if I could start from a long time ago, I used to be a paladin. After sort of, uh, um, after my older brother took over the family business, I didn't have much to do, so I devoted my life to Timora, the goddess of good fortune, uh, and I became a paladin. But while I was away, I heard word that my Brother had squandered the family fortunes and my father had passed away uh, and I kind of gave up the the Paladin uh, cause because um, you know what's good fortune when all this bad stuff's been happening to me so uh, I respect- I moved here to uh, West Run and became a miner and so I could send some money home and have anything to show for it uh, and then you know you guys saw what happened I kind of woke up from the uh, pale woman um, situation, the necromancer situation, whatever the, whatever happened up there um, and all my friends were dead. I had corpses all around me my mining helmet was broken but I tried to start crawling out and uh, whenever I would face a certain direction my mining helmet would kinda of flip on and it seemed like it kinda of guided me out. Uh, when I finally got out to the air um, I saw some more corpses but my heart kinda of swooned when I saw they had coins in their eyes <laughs> um, some some compassionate person and put coins in the eyes of these corpses, so uh, I went over and flipped the coins so that they were heading face up, which is the symbol of Timora, and uh, decided to take back up the cause. So you could, my chainmail is not very well kept; it's a little rusted and tarnished. It's got, a, got some green sheen to it, but uh, I think I'm gonna be a paladin again. That was me. All right, you killed range. those people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I had the same reaction. <laughs> he said the same thing to me. Oh my god! It, no, it, it wasn't him. I think oh, he might just be a really good lawyer.
2: No, I put the coins on their heads, on their eyes. Oh my god! I think it was a sign for my god. Okay. <laughs> that was what it was
3: just Carl. So, 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 do you so have the any...
0: providence? Did not interact. <laughs> Hey, let me ask, do you know anything more about what happened there in the mine? I, you said you seemed like you weren't sure exactly what caused the deaths.
2: I'm not sure, um, DM, what I know. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, you, you, you didn't really see anything. It all happened, you know, pretty quick. Much like Jason had, had explained, it was all just kind of like in a flash, and you were beset upon by that specter and uh, just brought ruin to the entire mine. Ouch. So you so guys, are about as in the dark as everyone else.
2: Uh, Pig, did you do your chores before you uh, <laughs> went to the mine that day? I guess I hadn't really checked the like arcane fire that lit my mining helmet. Or, of course. But it ended up helping me, I think. Everyone else in the mine,
0: except for Jason, died. So perhaps your god really did save you.
2: That has to be it. That's what I have. You know, we have to take these bad things and turn them into good things. We have to make our own good fortune wouldn't the god be mad at you for like not being a paladin anymore after a while i guess i just have to think that i'm back to the cause that this has got to be my new cause my new uh, undertaking
1: you know i'm not much of a faithful person but i think deities work in a mysterious ways yeah. that's my perspective on it at least call okay <laughs> you guys want a drink uh, yeah, I like some uh,
2: gravy. gravy? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it was a certain kind of gravy that I wanted.
0: Sausage gravy.
2: <laughs> sure. He,
0: he
1: likes if they have any fermented alcoholic gravy. He would love that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go check. Uh, and he goes up to the bar and brings back a, a round of drinks. Uh, sorry, Call. There's there's no sausage gravy here.
2: <laughs> okay, I was specifically told that we'd go to a restaurant and there'd be gravy, and, uh, I'm, I've been wide to.
0: Carl, <laughs> we're still on our way to the restaurant for you, it's gonna happen, it's just not right now. We had to meet with Donaghy.
3: Don't worry, Carl, there will be what I anticipate to be a very funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we all go to the restaurant in a bit.
2: That's the right. post-credits long as, as, funny. As, <laughs>
1: yeah. as long as it's funny. I'm glad you you guys came. I just wanted to to learn some more about, you mentioned about this necromancer you had met. He was dressed in in, in dark clothing and and I know some people who have brought up a man of that description before. And from, I don't know much about him, but from what I've heard, he's not a, a man to be trifled with. And. I wanted you all to come here. I wanted you to meet Pick, since she had survived and kind of get you all together and to meet the people that I know. They can tell you a little bit more about the situation. Like I said, I'm not really involved with their organization. I just kind of keep an ear out for things like that. But if you're willing to meet them, I think you you all could um, probably do some good together, get to the bottom of this. Being that
3: we're up against a necromancer, I think a paladin might be pretty beneficial to us. Absolutely. And if you if you want to go on a journey with us, if you want to try to see this through, you know, we all have the common cause of trying to contribute to the greater good. So, yeah,
2: oh, you I know. Oh yeah, I, I want to know uh, who killed all my friends. Pepper. Of course. <laughs> Did you know Pepper uh, personally? Yeah, she was the leader of my mining squadron. I'm a, I wasn't a very good miner, whatever they called it. platoon yeah 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 she was the platoon lead (laughs) I don't know knew her her, and you guys mentioned Jason we actually had like a role playing game that we played together (laughs) (laughs) every every Sunday night yeah it was cool so I guess we could keep doing that but I'd rather find out who killed my friends
3: (laughs) Jason's a cool guy by the way like such a cool guy I hope he's taking care of himself
2: he's got a bit of a sweet tooth oh yeah
3: (laughs) I mean, well, as long as he's got good luck in the world,
2: that's all I care about. Good luck? You should hear about War. man. I'll, uh, what was your name again?
3: Oh, hi, I'm Dump.
2: Uh, oh. <laughs> nice to meet you, Dump.
3: Hello. Yes, I'm a big boy, aren't I? <laughs> oh my
2: yeah, god. Oh. That's a nice description. <laughs> yeah, and your, your skin is an interesting uh, color.
3: Thank you. Yes, I like to say that it's the color of doo-doo. <laughs>
2: That's so charming. Why would you say that by yourself?
3: <laughs> oh, I mean I don't place too much value on the on physical appearance, and I have noticed they're very similar shades. <laughs> I mean you it know. does look like doo-doo, let's
1: be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, so I mean, know you're... how I
1: look. I mean you smell great, but I try. Know. Yeah. Um right. Uh so Yeah, are these are these people you're speaking of, are they here? Or do we need uh, to go to them? Yeah, yeah, they are. If you want to Talk to the guy behind the bar. Um, just ask him to see the special reserves and. Ooh, secret phrases. Yeah, so please don't um, say it too loud. Um, <laughs> but if you just ask him to see the secret reserves, he'll take you. He'll take you down. Ah, special reserves. Sorry, not secret. Did I say secret? I meant special.
3: <laughs> I liked it more when I thought it was secret.
1: Well, you'll be secretive about it, but it's the special reserves. You, you got to get the the fucking password right, or else he won't take you there. <laughs> Okay. Right. I'll try well, guys, my best. Let, let's go
0: to the bar. Uh, I'll count down from three, and then we'll all say special reserve at the same time <laughs> so that they'll let us all in and not just me.
2: <laughs> or you could just say we. Can we see the special reserve? <laughs> oh, that's a good plan, too,
0: Carl. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to go to the bar guy, and if yeah. these guys want to follow me, feel free.
1: Sure, I'll come. Yeah, I'm, I'm following along. So you guys get up to the bar and... Uh... The Dragonborn greets you warmly. So. Oh, uh, uh, hello! Uh, what can I do hey, for you? I said, "Do you need refills on your on your drinks?" Well, I never got a drink hurt, in the first
2: place.
0: Call you did get a drink. You just didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was hoping he had his heart set on sausage gravy, which I understand you don't serve. It's no problem. Uh, no, I don't have any sausage gravy here. Sorry <laughs> about that. But but what we were interested in was, uh, and I uh, waggle my eyebrows very. <laughs> <laughs> Very conspiratorially. And I whisper, the, spe- the secret. The special. secret reserves. <laughs>
2: no, <no, no>. reserve. <laughs> the, the special reserves.
1: Uh-huh. He kind of lick, licks you all over pretty inquisitively. Do I have my looks, pot in my head? What? Yes, you do. Sorry, <laughs> no, you are still wearing that iron pot if you do not you take it off.
2: Um. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that call. That's a, that's a good look. Thanks.
1: Yeah, gives you all an inquisitive look and then kind of like looks over you guys to look at Donaghy and you see Donaghy kind of give him a nod. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Donaghy
0: kind of shrugs like, yeah, yeah. they
1: are what they are. My guys, what can I say? (laughs) Uh, And the the dragonborn says, right, very well. Um, Please come with me. The special reserves we have uh, in the basement. And he leads you, uh, flips up the bar uh, and kind of brings you guys in. Uh, opens the the door that's that's there and ushers you down the stairs. Ah yes, this is cool. I actually have a pretty sweet basement set up myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have a?
0: You're a bar owner as well? Uh, n no, I just. Uh, I mean, in, in my the basement of my parents' house. Uh, oh, I, I uh, have my own pad down there. It's uh, very cool. You That's
3: where you have your brewing kit and all that. <laughs> very
1: very cool. I'm no one to judge. Um, <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't be praying. <laughs> all right, well, um, please, uh, downstairs. Uh, so you guys walk down the stairs, um, are led into, uh looks like, you know, a storage area where there are a bunch of kegs and uh, barrels of various alcohols being stored there, some, some dried fruits and uh, meats. He then kind of pushes one of the uh, barrels of ale to the side and there is a kind of like a, a brick out of place that is up against that wall and he pushes that in and that door kind of slides open uh, revealing a secret doorway.
2: That's a beginner's secret door.
1: Okay. Um, cool. Why don't you go through there and <laughs>
2: tell that to them. I didn't make it. Oh. I like I'm holding out my empty glass expecting a very, <laughs> very special drink. <laughs>
1: uh Do you guys go inside? <laughs> like would you like another drink?
2: Yeah, I want some of this special reserve, please. That sounds like a. Uh, can bring me <laughs> some the
1: just, There's no special reserve. It's just a password to get. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is, uh, I can <laughs> I, give I, you another glass of ale if you'd like. Yeah, that's that's fine. I bet you up.
0: I pushed a, a silver coin into his hand to tip him for the, the leading up. <laughs> uh, great.
1: Thanks. <laughs> uh, you guys walk inside the door and uh, that dragonborn kind of closes the door behind you guys. Uh, you're now in this. It's a pretty brightly lit room um, there to your right. There's a, a big bookshelf, hundreds of books on the shelf, um, some desks inside and in there you are met with uh four humanoids but one stands at attention as soon as you walk in and before you uh stands a tall and live light pink skinned tiefling woman Uh, She's dressed in deep crimson and black leathers with knee-high boots and on her waist uh, hangs a very finely crafted rapier with a ruby inlaid on the pommel and there is a script that's written down the blade itself. Uh, Two small curved horns protrude out of the top of her waist-length ashen white hair and bright pupilless yellow eyes look the group of you up and down as a smile curves across her face. Well then, darlings, I suppose you have some questions for us. Welcome. My name is Mercy. And you are? I uh, tip
2: my pot <laughs> as if I was just tipping a fedora. I say, I'm Carl. Lady. <laughs> it just goes with the hat tip or pot tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tip my miner's helmet and say, Hello, I'm Pick.
0: I don't have a hat to tip, so I'm just like, Yo, <laughs> uh, I'm Maxwell Fun. Yeah, hi,
1: I'm Dump. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's very nice to meet you all. So, where to begin? Um, should I start or, or do you want to?
0: I, I assume this is about the necromancer, or whatever sort of wizard that was we met
1: in the mines? Yes, that is correct. Um,
0: does, does this uh, relate to
1: the werewolf infestation at all? Well, it's interesting you bring that up. We're not quite sure about that. It would seem as though it is a... Very strange coincidence that within a few days, these dark incidents are happening. They could be related, but we aren't totally sure. What do you mean by we? Who is yes. we? She she looks at you and says, can I trust you all? I have a very high charisma. <laughs> you should absolutely trust me. Yeah, same here. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know about these other two.
2: I won't remember the secret one. But I fucking to- <laughs>
0: Yeah, true. Kaa, well, no, Kaa. <laughs> if you tell something to Carl, it's very possible he will say it to the next person he meets just for the hell of it. <laughs> well, maybe uh, so maybe we should have um... him put his uh, feathers in his ears
2: I have a pot on my head. I can't hear anything as it is.
1: <laughs> okay. This is a very um, sensitive thing I'm about to tell you. It's, it is imperative that the information that I share with you does not leave this room.
0: Yeah, I, I was just kidding before. Call fucks around a lot, but he knows when to be serious, right, ka Sure. <laughs> Jeez, that's
1: not that's not reassuring, ka She she looks you all over and nods and says, "Well, I do believe I can trust you, although perhaps a special eye will be kept on the Eric Cochran friends. <laughs> okay i and my compatriots here uh belong to an organization known as the claret order what does claret mean uh it essentially means red hundreds of years ago a dark power exerted its fell will over the continent of Wildmount to the east. It corrupted its outlying townships and spread chaos amongst its people. Undeath washed over gravesites like a plague, shadowed beasts stalked the midnight woods, and the influence of fiends befouled even Wildmount's purest souls. But in the eleventh hour, a priest of the Matron of Ravens, his name was Trent Orman, he prayed for a way to protect his flock. The matron's inspiration came in the form of long hidden knowledge, the secrets to blood magic. Taking his gifts, Trent trained his most trusted warriors in these techniques, giving a portion of their humanity in exchange for their power to defend the people. This was the origin, the claret orders, and the first of the blood clerics and the blood hunters. The creed of our order, the claret orders is that we ask our followers to commit their lives to the hunt of these entities and creatures that threaten the sanctity of life and joy. And whilst the sacrifice is great, the reward is the continued existence of purity and good in this world. Our order strives to protect those who cannot protect themselves from the shadows. We do not take credit for our deeds or reward for our services. So that is who we are. No rewards. Thank huh? you. <laughs> yes, I, I, I received a bit of
0: a, a, a clear alert when that uh, when I heard that.
1: No Look, that is I'm not exactly offering you membership to our order. Mm. If if you would like to join, you may take rewards to live, to travel, but we do not specifically ask for rewards. The mm. we strive for good. I will you will not be thrown out if you ask for rewards, but that is the creed, that is what was written mm. when this order was started. So basically
2: you can take rewards but don't beg for them. That well, is... you can you can
0: imply you can say, "Oh, at that, a that hundred gold pieces you have there, that would look great in my pocket." <laughs> sure, something
2: like sounds that. Like threatening at that point, it just sounds like you're threatening them at that point.
0: Well, uh, I never said
2: I was threatening anyone, but I mean, Time Aura's fortune could I really like when it uh,
1: shines upon you mm. and mm. rewards you? Sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not really a religious type myself, darling. I'm it sorry. seems more like
0: more like you're possibly hiring us than uh, having us join your order.
1: Sort of. Uh, you seem like you are embroiled in a dark power that is beyond your ken, as it were. And we would like to extend our services to you. Perhaps if you do some work for us, we may talk about extending an official membership, but Right now, I think, let's not talk about that. I think we just need to work together. We seem to have similar goals.
3: But you use blood magic to achieve your goals. Some of us do, yes.
1: And how does that work? It is a great sacrifice. Giving your blood to strengthen yourself. I understand that the moniker of blood magic has some dark connotations tied to it, but our order strives to protect good and life and joy. We use whatever means possible to defeat these evils, even sometimes turning to perhaps magics that they use themselves but we do not use it to twist the forces of life against it.
3: There's no harm coming to anyone else in the use we do not of blood use magic, except blood. Let you. me
1: make that very clear. Mm. It is our yes. own blood that yes. we sacrifice.
2: Yeah, should we, like, do a check to see if this person... Yeah, you can roll an insight check. Yeah, oh, I minus one insight, but... Uh... <laughs> well,
1: that's okay. Roll her d20.
2: Okay, I got a
1: four. Minus one. <laughs> <five. laughs> so three. She seems to be telling you the truth. You can't really, you know hard to discern. You just- I like, her, but, um, uh, I like raise my eyebrows and nod my head then.
2: Like, hey, sounds pretty mm-hmm.
1: good. Now I will tell you that some of the people in my order, you see, this is where it gets interesting with the with the werewolf. Um, there are members of our order. turn to Lycanthropy to achieve a, a greater power in combat. But what is, I'm being told of the attack, it seemed to be a, a random turn. Did not seem to be something Something of that nature. I just wanted to make it clear that that there are some people in our order that use their the, the curse of lycanthropy to their uh, benefit. But
0: yes, I would say the one that we ran across was involuntary. It wasn't someone doing it on purpose. Yes.
2: Do you know the name of the people that you guys fought? Uh, was it was the Millers. Oh yeah. You want to uh, ask if they're members? Well, I guess I could ask that. But oh yeah, go I don't that. really know about it.
0: Well, yeah, Were, we're the where the werewolves the- we're part of your order?
1: No, no, that—that's what oh, I wanted to clear. Uh, I up. See. It seemed to be as a, a, a random occurrence, but something certainly worth looking into. I mean, random werewolves attack are, are not something that should stand, in our opinion. Yeah, it sucks. Can you
3: have free will as a lycanthropy when when you don't like succumb to bestial instincts at all? It is very
1: difficult like... to control those in our order that do. Go willingly under the curse are put under severe watch, strict watch. And made sure that they do not harm any innocents. They they turn to their transformation only when they know they are alone, and against an evil that they can take in in that form. So, did you call us here just to queer your own name? Or? Well, no. I, I called you here because I I think we can work together. Mm, okay. This this man you met in the mine, Donaghy, is is um he's not a member of our order, but he is sort of like a. A man on the ground. He, he, he gives us information about things that he hears in Western of, of possible uh, dark magics. And when the the incident in the mine occurred, he gave us the information that you had told him about the man you had met. This man is someone that we have had dealings with before. If it is indeed the same. No, I know. I, I know Jason. I He's cool, man. I don't know what you guys. No, 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 not not Jason. Oh. I have a low wisdom. You see, I I got confused. <laughs> there was uh, an, hmm. the necromancer, as you. Yeah, I wasn't. I
0: wasn't sure if he was a necromancer or a Dracula or what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what a Dracula is, darling. What what is uh, that? A vampire, I guess. Ah, yes, that would be a very apt term. Oh, he is a vampire. He is a very powerful vampire lord. Ah, his name is Lord Sebastian von Sorensen. Ooh, sounds evil. Yes, he is very evil. He is someone that we have been tracking for a very long time. You see, he's originally from Wildmount across the the, the ocean. Um, let me give you his his full story. I suppose that would help. About three generations ago, on Wildmount, there was a village that was uh, went by the name of Sorenholm, and it was led by a, a man named Lord Drake von Sorensen. But at some point in this story, it is told that Lord Drake had accidentally unleashed some sort of dark entity and brought ruin upon his village and its inhabitants. Eventually, part of the von Sorensen family and some of the people of Sorenholm had escaped the village and fled across the ocean here to Tal'Dorei, settling in a valley in the summit Peaks south of here. Though they had peace for a while, it would seem that Drake had cursed his entire bloodline and that dark entity had found them again. However, one of Drake's direct descendants, Sebastian, decided to strike a bargain with this entity. The pact was that Sebastian would serve this being for the lifetime in exchange for peace for his people and a promise of great wealth and power. Apparently, it worked because the von Sorensen family flourished under Sebastian's new rule and he married a beautiful noblewoman by the name of Tegan. Together Sebastian and Tegan ruled over this newly formed hamlet of Drake's dad with an iron fist of fear and cruelty. Families were forced yearly to give over their children to Tegan so that she may sacrifice them to appease their dark ruler and keep the Hamlet safe. And it's said that Lady Tegan herself would take the bones of the children and crush them into fine powders, which she would then feed back to the villagers. Eventually, the people of Drakestad revolted storming the castle and killing its inhabitants. Lady Teagan was dismembered into six separate pieces and scattered across the land so her remains could not be used to bring her back to life. Lord Sebastian, though he was put to the stake, was said to have somehow survived the ordeal, and he fled southward into the Frostwood Mountain. Now, about 20, 25 years ago, we had received reports of Lord Sebastian appearing again. He apparently is searching for the remains of his late wife, Lady Teagan. We think that he's trying to recover all the pieces to bring her back to life. And that is where we find ourselves. We think that he may have been going into the mine to search for one of her body parts. Of. Perhaps he's found all of them already and was doing some sort of experimentation in there. We're not sure, but... That is the information I can give you on him. Could she be
3: identified from the bodies that are in the mine? L- Lady Teagan? Well, didn't you say that he might have been doing an experiment down there?
1: That's why um, I've brought you all together. We have not gone to the mines ourselves yet. We were hoping you could give us some information about what you had found. So there's six body
2: parts. That's like each limb and a torso. Are we pretty sure about? That? Yes. That's, that's yes.
1: gross.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't observe anything like that. Actually, most of the victims that we saw didn't seem to have any type of bodily harm. Hmm.
1: What, what did you find in in the mine? Did you have anything you found that, that might be of, of information?
3: Ah, the ledger, um, I, I believe. Yeah, I, do, I did take a book with me.
1: Hmm. W- would you mind if I took a look over it, darling? Ah, the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> also... Um, <laughs> The
2: scary ghost chick, would that be like the spirit of Lady Tiga Taiga? <laughs> Lady Tiger. Tiger. No Tigan. Tegan. Tigan? Oh.
1: No, that's just a <laughs> legend, call, don't worry about mm-hmm. me. She she's flipping through the journal kind of kind of half half listening to you, half focusing on the journal. Is, hmm.
2: hmm. Can I do hmm. a history check or something to see about vampires? I wanna know about how we're gonna have to take sure, care yeah. of them. Can just, I just, go ahead? Set my pot in the ground and attempt to do a backflip to it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I
1: rolled. I the rolled a thirteen. Recheck. I rolled a thirteen on history. So yeah, I mean you've you know you've heard of vampires. There's you know folk legend, folk tales about killing them by stabbing them through the heart with wooden stakes, uh, keeping them away with garlic. Basically, any knowledge you have in real life about vampires is what your character. Oh, okay.
2: I'm going to put some garlic in some, uh, gravy. <laughs> That's a good idea. Pellet.
1: Uh, and caw, give Ooh. me a, uh, acrobatics, acrobatics check. How big is this pot on your head? It's not big. <laughs> I <laughs> have 14. 14? 14? Okay, you do a backflip, but you, your foot doesn't quite land in the pot. It kind of, like, hits the outside, and the pot, like, flips up and hits your head <laughs> as you land. <laughs> Yay. And uh I appreciate yeah, it. Pick like, pick like laugh <laughs>, laughs and claps. Yeah, I like it too. She says that was almost impressive, darling. Can I try again to try and press hey, her? There you go, Carl. She 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 looks up from the journal and uh she says, Do any of you speak Sylvan by any chance? Sylvan. Hmm. I don't.
2: I say no, I don't in Gnomish, just to show off.
1: <laughs> uh she does not speak gnomish, so she doesn't know what you said. I, I like I like look like yeah, idiot. <laughs> like stupid you oh, know but actually one of the other people in the room uh you see uh one of the other people is is a large um i'm very tall uh alabaster skinned woman and you can only see her skin right above her eyes and to like the bridge of her nose as she's uh wearing a hood and has a scarf covering the rest of her face um and she's wearing crimson chain armor and uh, has like a big war hammer strapped across her back, and she pipes up and says, um, I believe I can take a look at that. I speak Sylvan. And Mercy says, Ah, darlings, I, I forgive my um, bad manners. I did not introduce you to the rest of the group. Yeah, I didn't even know there other people in the room. This this one, uh, that is Sithira, uh the one that just had spoken up. That's Scythera. Next to her is, uh, you see a half-elf dressed in, Again, pretty dark and uh, crimson leathers. Gray, medium-length hair that's uh, tied behind his head and into a little ponytail, has a, has a gray beard. And she says, um, that is um, Elliot, Pia Hunter. The one over in the corner, that's kind of skulking. Uh, and she points, and you see in the corner, there is a, another pretty tall, very live, dark furred uh, with little orange spots on it, uh, Tabaxi, which is a cat person. And she says, "That is my daughter, Faith. Faith does not say anything, but nods throw her heading. Some weird names, Mercy, Faith. Well, Elliot. Mercy is. <laughs> um, you see, in Tiefling culture, we are given infernal names, but some of us do not like the connotation that we uh, that comes along with having a demonic heritage in us, and so we choose names that go along with virtues. I like to seek out mercy in this world. And, um,
2: Do Era, Corcra and cat people get along? Is this okay?
1: <laughs> it is okay. okay. And though Faith is not a clearly a direct blood daughter of mine, I did choose to give her a tiefling name. And she, I think, inspires Faith in this world, so that is why I called her Faith.
2: Hey, nice, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm Max. They all uh, hi, everybody. give their introductions. Uh, everybody says hello, and you all get along. Swimmingly mm-hmm. um Sithira, the the large woman um is flipping through the journal, and she says, mm. it's talking about a a ritual of some sort. He wants to like we like we had thought he he he's trying to collect all of her body parts to resurrect her from the dead. It seems that he's found everything except for the head. Oh. he was making i guess the mind sort of his one of his layers uh doing experiments on on dead people to try and bring them back to life. He, it doesn't seem that he's found all the right, uh, in, ingredients or something to complete the, the raised dead spell. Uh, it's all kind of scrambled. I'm, I'm not really sure, but that's, that's what I've gleaned from this. That'll explain the ghosts and zombies we met while we were in the mine. Yes, that would seem to, um, to explain that indeed. Is that why he killed my friends? Experiment. I think so. It's a bit of an asshole. I think, yeah. I can't speak to him, but it—I think it was an accident. Uh, not that he's not an evil man, but I think he did not. Either your mining company he's delved too far into the mine, and that was unleashed on them, or he unleashed it upon you. It seems that that is what happened. I'm sorry. He to, said
3: that he said they had gone to somewhere that they they didn't belong. So I'm assuming that
1: well, that makes sense.
3: The mining company maybe just dug a little too
2: deep. So i say like that that's move. unfortunate, and kind of like play with my. Uh...
1: Chainmail. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad. Sorry, I'm sorry for your loss, darling. It's a terrible waste of life. But I promise you we will hunt this terrible lord down and you will get revenge. Now, to the matter at hand. I think I need to do some investigation into this mine myself. See if I can find anything you may have missed. But In the meantime, we do have two innocent boys that are in prison, that um, have seemed to come across the terrible curse of lycanthropy. And I think it would be a good initiation for you to try and um, cure them. Does that sound something you would be willing to do? Why not?
2: Yes, Yeah, I'd like to uh,
1: change their fortunes. That's that's (laughs) that's kind of my whole thing now. Very good. (laughs) Smile goes across her face. Uh, she says, "Right, I've been thinking about it. I'm not. I don't quite know how to cure lycanthropy myself, but I do have an idea. A former Order member of ours. He's long since passed. Um, he's buried not too far from here. Oh my God! Uh, in, in a in a tomb. His sword, the pommel of it, was made out of the." Was fashioned out of the horn of a unicorn. And I don't know how much you know about unicorns, but it is told that their their horns have restorative magics inlaid within them. And in our order, those who do succumb to the curse of lycanthropy, if they so choose to get rid of it, that is a ritual that they undergo, is, is getting a unicorn's horn to to cure them of. It. So I was thinking you might go to this tomb and bring the sword back here and cure these boys. That kind of sounds like a, a trap, but you know what? Let's go do
2: it. In what way does it sound like a trap? Thing? Yeah, can we talk about this? This <laughs> seems rating and, it to this Yes, of course. Every story, you go to the strange tomb to get the dead guy stuff. The dead guy rises up, tries to fight you. Mm-hmm. And the, well, say, have you seen fast. Coco? It's not all <laughs> <laughs> it's not all bad. Oh,
1: I love that <laughs> thing. They went to a tomb and they got sucked into ghosts. Well, holding. remember we... now. Let me let me be forthright with you. Uh, he may not give that sword up willingly. Exactly. What did I just say? To... <laughs> well, I'm telling it. you, I'm not. I'm not trying to trick you. This isn't some sort of <laughs> trick. But yes, the, his spirit may fight back. He's not a, an evil person. But I do. We will return the sword to his his rightful resting place when we are finished with it, and I'm sure he will understand.
3: He was a former member of your order. You yes, said. his
1: name was Sir Urien.
3: Sir Urien. So you would hope <laughs> that he he would be able to Urian.
1: understand if, that. If whatever happens, <laughs> well, hey, okay, I just noticed. I knew I fucking knew that it, that was gonna happen. I don't know why I chose that name.
2: What happened? What am I missing here? There's Sir Urien, you guys are children. <laughs>
1: They
3: are. Children. I was just oh, trying yeah, to have a mature, darling.
2: It's sad that me call is calling you out
1: for a bad <laughs> but But uh, for some for some uh, measure of protection, if if his spirit does rise, you can mention that you are friends with me, and I will send one of my associates here with you can as you well. Can you give us
2: like a amulet or a symbol of your order, or something?
1: Well, the, yes, I'm. I'm one of my associates here will will accompany. Co- a do we have a code word into. we can
2: use? <laughs> who, who Grand Reserve? Special Reserve. <laughs> special reserve. <laughs>
3: sure. Are you just big on code words <laughs> now? I don't know.
1: That sounds fun. Yeah. So, do you. Does your associate agree know any that? code words? Uh, she looks over her friends in the room and says, Do you all know any code words? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Elliot speaks up and he's like, what a weird name yeah i know a couple code words oh because oh, i can't can we say, not ha- i can't have, say have that
2: guy come with us because his voice is strange
1: <laughs> so does your voice i didn't call you out on it that's, you seem to be a little really... bit rude my friend
3: <laughs> yeah he walked all over whatever you were about to say i'm so no, sorry i was gonna
1: give out some cool code words but now i don't think i should no, no i'm pretty
2: sure you said you can't say yeah, that what you're right <laughs>
0: withhold it as punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Cause just like that. If you're going to come with us, you have to know.
1: Well, maybe I shouldn't come. I, I mean, I don't really have a problem with the guy, but <laughs> he seems to have a problem with me. I don't know. Just because I sound like this. I think I...
2: <sighs> yeah, Can we man. bring we Faith? Don't have a problem That's kind of my new thing now.
1: Will <laughs> Faith go with us? Uh, Mercy looks at you and she says, I prefer to keep my daughter with me, but if you absolutely must you may take faith. all right i'm gonna roll a persuasion check i want to bring
2: faith yeah go ahead one of my my flaw is that i like coincidences too much so this is like a roll persuasion yeah yeah while he's uh doing that how tall is the room <laughs> i got a 15 plus five uh, so 20 Wow.
1: wow okay um and we'll get to that uh call the room is i don't know 13 feet high all right no. Uh, Mercy looks at you, Pick, and says, "All right. If you would like to take Faith, you may take her." Yes, I, yeah,
2: I, I would. I think that's. Uh, I think that's what Time Laura would want for this. If we're gonna rob a grave, I'd have to bring Faith with me. That's as perfect.
1: Well, you may discuss it with your group. Um, as I said, you can have any of the three that you. Alright, like. boys,
2: let's go rob a grave.
1: Is Faith able to handle herself in a battle? Do you say that out loud? Yes. You hear a laugh coming from the corner of the room uh, from Faith's direction. And uh, you just hear. (laughs) Yeah, you'll see. Pretty cocky. Yeah,
2: let's bring Faith. This is my. You you know what? Yeah, Yeah, I don't have a
3: problem (laughs) with that. If she's that confident in her prowess, then fantastic. Welcome aboard.
1: All right, great. Well. I think this will be a the start of a beautiful friendship, as the old Casablanca play says. Well, um, t- do either of you, any of you, have a map I can mark out where the where the tomb is? Well, and
2: God, I see they see. Carl seems like the leader of this group, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, interesting out that out that's your <laughs> Drawing
2: of the city, hand it to her.
0: Yeah, so far I've been taking uh, the the markings on my map. So go ahead and uh, put that on mine. Sure. Uh,
1: she takes her map and she marks uh, a, a southeast of Western, uh, and she says, "Now I'm not going to lie to you; it's going to be a bit of a, bit of a trek, probably about um, 50 miles or so." A way away. It is getting dark. If you'd like to leave in the morning, you may do so, or you may cover uh, travel under cover of darkness. The choice is yours. But just let my daughter hmm. know, so she knows when you're leaving. Of course.
2: I'm really glad. She, I'm really hmm. glad she's coming. Well, do we, do that's, we really that's think we would uh, sneak up on a ghost? <laughs> we might as well go in daylight. Well,
0: let's see. How long will it take to get there? Fifty miles. Maybe we should arrive at daylight. And...
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, do you guys have like a card or something? Can we hire like a Uber?
3: Um, Cal- What's it maybe?
2: Calmet <laughs> Uber? <laughs>
1: I don't have a card. No, I'm sorry, darling.
3: Wait, so hold on, though, because we're going to be we're going to be in a tomb. It's going to be dark either way. So maybe we should should we get rest? Mm-hmm. I didn't well. pick
2: my spells out. I could get I'm pretty sure that my deity could get me some turn undead or something <laughs> that I forgot to pick. So maybe I could buy a spell if we needed to also. I have fifteen gold.
3: And I get the sense that Ka is hungry. I'm just for some reason feeling Thank that you. so
2: Faith, do you like gravy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh you just see her shake her head. Oh. That's too oh. bad. I don't I don't care either way. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you guys. I mean it's ever it's whatever you want to do. Let's go. Let's
2: go to the, the restaurant. Pre- yeah, it's, before... <laughs> <laughs> let's go to a restaurant, right. get some gravy. Yeah, yeah let's set up a go. time
1: and what time is it now it's probably about 7 8 o'clock p.m correct yeah let's let's leave yeah. in the
2: morning right or can we do it 50 miles in one day or is it multiple
1: yeah I mean it you can miles it's up to you you can you can push on and travel all 50 in, in a day uh or you can break it up however you'd like let's
2: just go to a restaurant get some rest and yeah. then go in the morning
1: yeah let's meet faith let's set
2: up to meet with faith in the morning we can meet at yeah. so I haven't met with my old paladin leader, we can meet at my temple for time wara. No,
3: the crypts of the south. Yeah, I guess we
2: should meet towards that side. You don't have to meet at my temple. Why don't we just meet at the graveyard? I want to get to know Faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do a persuasion
1: check to get her. Faith, Faith says, how about I just meet you guys at the main gate at sunrise? Good plan.
0: <laughs> All
1: that right. sounds good, yeah, Faith. Thank you. But I'll
0: tell you, Faith, we're, we're about to go hit to Denny's. You want to come? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to get gravy. You could get a grand slam or whatever. Dennington's is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it,
1: fantasy. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll okay. come. All right, okay. that's cool. cool. I ain't got shit else going on. Cool. Here we go. This rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the first character that
2: hasn't won to get a drink with you. It seems like. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah and fun. that's what it takes to get a drink with us. Is
0: not what <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> the tables play, have turned?
2: We invited
1: her to drink. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: okay so we yeah we piece out of this basement we're like uh see you fools later uh we're heading to Den- dennington um and we're gonna go find a good gravy restaurant
2: <laughs> do we need to like research lycanthropy or or do you know anything about lycanthropy max because you're like a bookworm type good question
3: I'm gonna pee in an alley while this is happening
1: because oh, <laughs> like it's... uh okay dump you you go to pee in the alley uh and you hear a Oh, there's a bird over there. <laughs> and, uh, it's a familiar... It's a familiar whistle oh, no. to you. No, it! I need and to pee. Come on. You see, in the alley, a uh, shadowy figure, uh, wearing oh, a hood. God,
0: this oh, this Oh, for fuck's sake, Hey! Man.
1: Oh, my! luck. Look, look at this! It's my best friends! Come on, come on, come on! Come here, come here, come here! Come here. <laughs> he waves you guys all in. does oh. Does he-
2: Do I know Slick Stevie?
1: Uh, you do not know <laughs> oh, Slick Stevie.
2: who is this guy? What are we doing? Uh, I don't I, remember this guy. Slick Stevie. Does faith Does faith know him?
1: You're You're about to find out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Stevie Stevie beckons you guys in and says, "Hey, so I see you guys. Uh, you guys didn't. Uh, what the hell happened at the pie didn't got this? I told you to eat the ones with the blueberries, and you guys would have won. Hey, what's going on? I thought we had a deal. You were gonna give <laughs> some money.
3: Well, things unfortunately took on a bit more of a serious context, and
0: yeah, and and your plan didn't make any sense. You couldn't choose your pie. It, it was a stupid idea that
1: you had. Hey, hey, look." We could talk about whose who's plan was bad all day. Go back and forth, all right? Maybe I got some bad information. That's how these things work. But I've got a brand new idea for you guys, okay? And I think you guys are really gonna like this. Tell me, do you guys like money? I love money. This actually. is a great advertisement so, already. Hey, wait, who, who are your new friends? Who are your new friends? These are two okay, people I, I got, don't know. I who's I got this? this guy
0: uh This lady pick here, and then and there's another know, lady. Don't need to know her
1: it's name. Faith as well. Okay. Oh wow, that's very cool. Very I do cool. like nice money. I have a, my name, Slick Steve. I have a
2: money around my necklace. <laughs> oh, money I, see, I can it. see that. that's a very cool. Yeah, very I
1: am.
3: Cool. I'm, I'm so, going to go into the restaurant. I'm just going to go and, and order ahead.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't order my gravy. All right, hey, hey, you lost,
3: buddy. <laughs> because yeah. out of character,
0: I need to pick. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> Hello, but no other fool. Hello, but real fool. Them do say, so I Sash, shush, 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 shush,